<clears throat> Yo, Kuda, is this fucking mic on? Man, welcome to the Gym Podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Gym Podcast. This is your host, Gilbert Sanchez. If you're watching the YouTube video right now, you already know who's on. Uh, but if you're listening right now on all streaming platforms, I appreciate you um, just for even clicking on this fucking link. But uh, first off, want to start. Um, well, if you're already looking at the video, you know where we're at. But want to start off. This is actually my first podcast shit since December 3rd. I know I did a 2021 recap video. I think it was like December 30th. But that was in my second bedroom. But man, just to actually be on the podcast again feels good. New year. Everybody likes to have like new year, new goals and new year's resolutions. But mine's the same as uh, as as I as it was when whenever I first started. Uh, we're doing a pod every week for the next year. Hopefully I can stay on tune with it because the last six months of 2021 was fucking not hell, but it was a grind. Because one pod of a week was is tough. It's fucking tough. But um Man, RJ, James, what's up, man? What's up, yo? Chilling, How you doing? Man, How you doing? Chilling. If, uh, well, obviously, you see the fucking background. You see the shoes. You see where right now we're in uh, Countdown SA, a shop in here uh, in San Antonio, Texas. We are, I guess, kind of general spaces or areas like North Star Mall, right? Yeah, North yeah. Central part of the yeah. city. So North Star Mall, if you're familiar with San Antonio, Texas. Like five minutes from North Star Mall. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, man, it was kind of hard to get here, bro. Yeah. I think that's why you kind of gave me the directions, right? Everybody that pulls up our GPS for whatever reason, yeah. Apple, Google Maps. Takes them to the apartments. Brings you to this, like, random apartments behind us. But. Well, I, okay, so I came down right here by the light. So I okay. took a, I took down this way, and I put into the tire shop, and I was just like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then I saw the sign. I was yeah, like, okay. business RJ running? We're, yeah. in the, we're in the back of the tire shop, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was like, back. what the fuck? <laughs> but, man, this, this spot is dope. I first want to just uh, give thanks to y'all because – Obviously, we're not in my studio, so having to come out here uh, on y'all's days off, on y'all's days good, off, um, good, just to come and have this podcast is fucking dope. But um, yeah, we're in a sneaker shop, man. This is fucking, this is this is cool to me because obviously, man, I've been into shoes for shit damn near 10 years. Shoes uh, were kind of one of those things where I didn't have shit growing up. So whenever I got money, I was just like, fuck it, let's, let's out. Yeah, yeah, let's do what I got to do to get these pairs. Even though, fun fact, man, I don't know if y'all can, if y'all have ever kind of bought shoes for crazy ass prices but i don't think i've ever bought any shoes for anything over retail maybe like 50 bucks but that's well let me ask you what shoe did you buy that's for retail that's worth a lot of money I uh say. i know you're supposed to ask the questions bro no no yeah, yeah you're good I, I just have to think about it damn the only one would probably be off-white air force ones and i i sold them the day of so this was 2017, end of 2017. Fuck, I'm trying to remember. I think it was 2017. I sold them the day of, bro. 1500 bucks. 1200 bucks, I'm sorry, on Damn. eBay. What are they worth now? I, have I no mean, RIP Virgil, of course. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no I'm idea. I'm sure they're worth like triple. I would have to look. 25. Yeah. But it was, 3, I think it was on the sneakers app. And they yeah. were doing like just raffles. The 10, all the 10. Yeah, yeah, just dropped. raffles. Yeah. And I just was ending it. But the fucking, it was a size of 14. Mm. So it was a big ass size. So You're someone, 13? Yeah. No, these 14s. 14, all that. Yeah. Big-ass shoes. NBA player, bro? bro you should have been, been a pro right now. <laughs> nah, bro. Everybody knows I'm fucking uncoordinated <laughs> as fuck when it comes to that shit. Well, we're talking about, um, we're talking about basketball off air and shit, bro. Going into, I think, my senior year, I was like, they were like, fuck, he's tall, but he's not good, so let's just have him on the team and... Put him I on think, the post. Grab yeah, boards, put him on the bro. post. Yeah, got rebounds, dog. And then I, I don't even, I don't even think. I think I played like one game, and then I was just like, "Fuck it, that's it." I had a girlfriend at the time. I was all horny and shit. Just I, like, <laughs> I was just, just bullshitting. But uh, man, let's get it to the fucking host. Yeah, kicks. the kicks, man, because that's what, like I said, that's what, that's what I'm about. So I guess start off with, uh, I mean, y'all can both answer. What kind of got y'all into kicks? I mean, y'all remember y'all's first kicks? And we're like, "Fuck, that's." That's that started it. I don't know what middle school you went to. Did you go to Mc, McNair or McCullough? Uh, fuck. Were you not in the district? Scoby, Scoby, Scoby. Yeah, okay, Scobie. yeah. I went to McCullough, bro, and it was a it was a 
dope school. You know what I mean? Dope friends out there and everything. You but lived in the hood, though. I lived in I lived <laughs> in the hood. Don't get me wrong, but I uh, had a class where it required you doing like a an article or something on somebody that you you look up to. You know, idols. You know, in middle school you looking yeah, up yeah. to somebody. So of course, I, I play basketball. So MJ, Michael Jordan, bro, doing his doing the research about him, the type of player he was. It got me fascinated about the kicks he wore. You know, everyone want to be like Mike. Well, I remember at the time in seventh grade, there was a shoe that dropped. It was an Air Force One collab with Jordan. It was the best of both worlds, Air Force One slash Air Jordan 5, bro. So it was a black and red Jordan 5. I thought it was the dopest thing because it was a collab between two different worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got me a pair of them. I rocked the hell out of them, you know what I mean? And then I just took off from there. I started cleaning people's sneakers at school. I started oh, doing that on the side. And then Damn. I started, yeah, bro. People bring me their, their beaters, bro. <laughs> like, bro, you stink, dude. But I get some extra cash doing it like that. And then You said this was seventh grade. Seventh grade, seventh grade. Seventh grade and then, so let's you know, see. So what is this? 12, 13 years old? Like 13, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah 12. 12, 13 years old, bro. And then all through high school. I mean, yeah. I was always that dude that rocked the fresh kicks. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, <laughs> nah, for sure. I think, I don't think there's anybody else that, at least I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I don't think anybody else had the freshest kicks would probably be you, bro. Yeah. I try to stay up there, man. I mean, I just posted that 10 year challenge everybody's doing on Facebook. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, had con- you had Concords. I was rocking right? some Concords, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, I was rocking some Concords. And I had on the bottom said, I'm my style, dude. I was like, this guy. Jersey short type, dude. I know, bro. Everyone said I look like freaking Poly D, my little blowout hair. But nah, man. I mean, kicks wise, I've always been into it. And then it just took off after the seventh grade. So mine was just high school, bro. I mean, middle school, I had. Some type of shoes, but it was just like trends at the time. So it wasn't really anything but high school, man. Uh, that's what started with me. I had a um, social studies teacher, man. And uh, he was all into like the dunks, dunk highs, oh, that's dope. SBs. That's dope. So just, you know how SBs now, every every shoe has that story to oh, it. Yeah. So when he was telling me stories of like, yeah, this is the De La Soul, this, this, and that. I'm like, damn. So I started just doing research. And then I told him, how do you get your shoes? And pretty much it was just like eBay, man. You, you want to hit... Um, like there's bids to it. So like if the shoe's 300 bucks, you can start a bid at a hundred, you know, kind of how StockX now. Yeah. But, uh, and he was just like, usually they, they take my bids whenever I put them in. So I was just like, all right. So started working at Bill Miller's my junior year. And then as soon as I started getting some cash, started buying my SBs at the time, it's not how it is now. I mean, paying anywhere from 400 minimum for SB back then I was paying a hundred bucks for an SB. SBs are crazy, man, because you're going back to the early 2000s. You got uh, you got shoes that are probably were sitting to be to be honest in the fucking malls, and now it's just it dunks too. Everybody wants SBs and dunks. SB dunk wave is crazy. What do you you think that whole is that like whole like blew them up type thing? Like TikTok, think so? TikTok. We we've noticed every time when we're on TikTok because we do see like what was going viral because that's how we want. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying like we're jocking their style, but like if they're going viral, why can't we go viral? No, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, everybody's rocking the mids. Every female wants a pair of mids. Uh, why? Because of TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. So you look around our store on our GS section. We have mids. We have lows. We have dunks. I mean, every female female yeah. wants that. This brings up a good question. I mean, to cut you off. Mids, you wearing them, rocking them? Nah, hell no. Nah. Of course, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, uh, nah, I can't rock a mid. Uh-uh. So I mean, was... I mean, you know, I'm like he and I are both like considered OG in the game. You know, we I mean? yeah, like yeah. the old stuff that we've always been into type thing. Of course, we have dunks, we have mid. I mean, not mids. We have uh, like SBs and stuff, but yeah. it's not like we're gonna hop on the mid train because everybody is, or like yeah. the Air Force One train because everybody else is. It's like. Shit's so tight. I'm not gonna cap. Like yeah. I never was into dunks or, or SBs like that back then. But of course, all the older models I'm into. Why? Because that's yeah. the generation that nah, I grew I up that. with. So I think the only ones. Let me see if I remember. Uh, the only mids I have, and I still have them to this day, is uh, the 2012 Olympic Jordan One mids. Yeah, I don't know if you. If you oh, that sure. pack was it? The I don't know. There, can... There's a pack. It was considered like a mid. The Celtics and Bulls pack. Mm. EMP. Oh no, nah. that's considered a mid. This was 2000. That was probably the that only... was considered a mid. Yeah. Then it's I had not, mids, not, bro. I had really? that pack in high school. No, not, I don't think I had that pack. I had something different. Yeah, it's not even a high. It's a DMP pack. You got me school or GMP, today. Or something like that, yeah. Bro, wow. I remember going to high school wearing one of the Celtics, one of the Bulls one. Oh, shit. Just to flex on like bro, Cinco de Mayo. If you, can, bro, <laughs> if you can find that pair, bro, I promise you, it, it's a mid. It's not even a Jordan 1 high. It's a legit It's mid. funny, bro, because I think got if, me. if people knew, I don't even think people knew what you were rocking in high school, what it, like, nah, what it was. It wasn't. Like to the, like, I guess, sneaker world. Because nah, back that. then, everyone rocked like 
vans or chucks and you know what I mean? Yeah, Air yeah. Force Ones. It was a typical thing. I mean, still, I think people still wear it today. I wore the exotic stuff, bro. I was wearing Jeremy Scott's, you know, the Jeremy Scott shoes. Yeah. I had bones. Fucking wings coming the on the side. Yeah. The bears, bro. I had, oh, all, the fuck, yeah, the fucking I had bears. all that stuff, bro. And people would freak out like, bro, why are you wearing that? I'm like, that. That's what I was into. I was yeah. into like storytelling type yeah. type shoes. That's what I hate about being in San Antonio because we're always, or just Texas, we're always late on trends, man. Or just yeah. Oh, yeah. just fashion. For sure. So if you go to New York, LA, they're just years, not years, I would say like months ahead when it comes to like shoes, new shit. And it just always sucks because you go, you're from Texas and you go on the internet and you see people rocking this shit and then six months down the line you... you it, it's a, yeah. it's a trend. It's, it's a, a style. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it's, going to sneaker cons and like different conventions around like either the state or even uh, different states, we would see people's like swags different. You know, yeah. what they sell different, even you know within their within their stores. So definitely, each region has its own taste, and of course, it makes its way down to Texas for whatever reason. Last, but it is what it is. Yeah, considered bro. old, bro. Yeah, yeah. Nah, <laughs> it's I feel like that. the Spurs, bro. We're old. Yeah, we're old. Bro. <laughs> we're getting young now, finally, but. Yes. What, uh, you had you had brought up TikTok, and I, I, that's one of the points I wanted to get into because it was uh, it was a struggle for me to get on camera and just talk yeah. on just in general, bro. Social social media. Uh, so how was that for y'all to I guess speak on camera, or just hop oh, on he, TikTok? He knows, bro. Like I didn't, I was never the camera type guy. Yeah. Never. He already had a YouTube going. So when we were first, when we announced our like our partnership, we did a video outside RBFCU, bro, because we got our. Um, License. I saw uh, that. Yeah, we got all that. So he was like, "All right, let's do a video, bro." How many takes did we do? Just because I was just like, <laughs> if you look at the video, we're laughing right as it starts. No, I remember. Oh, literally, I'm just like, just couldn't um, take it serious. Um, so like, um, that's how <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. bro. And, and it even got to the point where I think our first YouTube video at a sneaker show, I was just like, "What's up, YouTube? It's your boy RJ. This is James." I'm like, <laughs> "What? Yeah, yeah like I, like I was nervous, bro. Like he he, he was already doing his. Now he always wants to be on the camera, bro. He's like, let's do a video. Let's do yeah. a TikTok. Let's do this. He's like, it's all for it, but." That's funny, man. That's the thing about a partnership, too, man. We help each other in those weaknesses yeah. and areas, making strengths. You know what I mean? So, were you already doing YouTube videos? I did a little start. I started off about like a month, maybe maybe two months before we became business partners, and it was a small little thing, like a day in the life type of vlog. Yeah. I go out to the stores, pick up my rounds. You know what I mean? Because you just started selling back up again. What in like February? February of this past year, I took reselling serious, and then we. And me, shop. I was never the reseller, bro. So yeah. when we partnered up, he was showing me all the ropes. I'm more of the collector type Oh, guy. shit. Like, okay, so that's interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. so opening up the shop. I mean, yeah, I had, you know, dreams about opening up a shop, but I needed to find that guy that knows connects and stuff like that. Some We're still trying to find a guy that can run bots for us, like, guaranteed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're still learning that stuff, but, bro, I'm, I'm the collector. He's the reseller. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So he taught me... All the ropes, bro. I would go to sneaker shows to vend and sell my product. This dude would go to display it all. Yeah. Like, he has heat in his closet. He wanted to show it. So, like, when I was telling him, some of these um, events, they would hit me up, bro. And, like, hey, yeah, yeah. bring your stuff out. We can get you a free table. That's pretty much it. They weren't paying me to go there. Just, can you display your stuff? So, I'm like, yeah. So, people would hate me, bro. Literally hate me. This dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're all like, oh, this, this dude's guy. just, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, being cocky, this and that. I'm like... And I would have to tell them, like, nothing's for sale. I'm here strictly on display for the event. And they're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And they're like, everything has a price. I'm like, okay. Everything has a price. All right, that shoe's X amount. They're like, I'm not paying that. I'm like, well, I'm yeah. not selling. I only bought the, brought the lefts. You know what I mean? I didn't yeah. bring the whole, the whole, uh, what do you call it? Pair. Pair, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I, I'm not doing that. So people, people would hate me, bro, out there in the shows. Not to say I didn't have a collection or anything like that, but no, nah, my mentality was straight resale, you know what I mean, at the sneaker shows. And that's what I was doing to snowball in money. And yeah, when we became business partners, I'm over here telling him, let's buy some mids, let's buy some lows, let's buy some dunks. For the longest like, time, bro, I was bro, like, bro, I don't want to buy that. Like, nah. And he just had to trust me, you know what I mean? And then. That's a, where do, where do you get that info from? Like, what is just, you're just hopping on, well, not hopping on trends, but like just noticing trends. Because when you start going into, uh, I guess for me, you start going into, I guess, the business part of it. Um, you kind of want to know what's actually going to make money, what's not going to break even, right? Well, yeah, I mean, of course, I watch people, too, on YouTube. I listen in to other stores. You know, I'm, back in my mind, I've always been preparing for a store. Yeah, yeah. You know, whether I did it with him, like, now, or I did it in 10 years, I eventually wanted to do a store at some point. Matter of fact, me and him and a couple of other people were talking about a store five years ago. 
but I was still in the service. A bunch of things were holding each other back. You know I was what I mean? Still in school, bro. Yeah. yeah so yeah. a lot of things were holding us back at the time, and the timing was perfect for it now. But with that being said, in my mind, I was already preparing for that type of mentality. Reselling, knowing what to buy, studying what to buy, you know, listening about advice. Hey, this is my this is my shoe I'm investing in. Buy ten of them, buy them up, and hold on to them like a stock. You know what I mean? Because everything has equity these days, bro. Yeah. I'm sure all the shoes in your closet right now they probably increased even after you're wearing them, bro. Yeah. yeah. These undefeated Air Force Ones you're rocking, dude. They're probably worth double than what you paid for them used. Shit, you know what I'm saying? So I have no boxes. Y'all have boxes? Yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. I have no to have boxes, bro. As a collector, I'm sure this dude, like, even stick live about the box being messed up. He probably pass on the shoe if the box is even damaged, bro. I, I hate, oh, shit. yeah, <laughs> I'm a legit 10 and a half, bro. And, and he knows, too, like, I hate having anything other than a 10 and a half. So, like, I see a 10 or I see an 11 and I got to sell it. I'm like, I, bro, every shoe run different. Bro, I have, like, OCD bad, like, 10 and a half. No, I feel you. All through it. But if, like, if you were to go to my apartment, bro, it's all in containers. So, he's just, like... Bro, nobody knows that that's a 10 and a half, 10 or 11. I was like, I know. Wait, wait, okay, okay. So this was <laughs> He a thing. got boxes, bro, but he doesn't have them on display. Yeah. Like, no, so I, I have my boxes in my garage, like my actual shoe boxes. Yeah, yeah. I have them in the garage, but I have I went to the container store. That way I can see my shoes. You know what I mean? I wear all my shoes, bro. I'm, I'm not the type to like, nah, that shoe's never going to nah, be. Nah, yeah, I feel. Never be worn. Like, nah, I wear everything, bro. So I got containers two years ago, and uh, this was with my ex-girlfriend, and we stayed in an apartment, but it was the same deal. I got my boxes yeah. out of my like actual room and then in the closet um it was just the actual shoe boxes and uh it got to a point where i was just like just shoe box i had no room so i was yeah. just like fuck started throwing them away. <laughs> yeah i just started throwing the boxes away bro and i think one day she uh i don't remember if it was an argument or just something and we just ended up throwing all of them bro just it was like Damn. i don't know i think fuck this is this is a good question well, this is a question for y'all how many shoes do y'all think y'all have like Personally, personal pairs. Personal pairs, I want to say I have about like 40, 45 pairs. I, think, I mean, he and I both, I'm sure he had to a little more than I did, slim down on our personal collection to get prepared for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because this is still new to us. You know, we've only been open since September. So we're coming up. We just, we just reached month four being open, bro. And so all of this is new. It's still fresh, you know, so to rebuild a collection that we used to have before we opened the shop. We're still every once in a while walk through the door. We just had one recently for myself. One walked through the door that I passed on because I'm thinking about the shop. You know what I mean? And I could have thrown it in my collection and you can slowly fill those gaps again. But yeah. right now, personal wise, I only got about 40, 45 shoes maybe put aside. A couple of them I never even worn yet. You know, I'm waiting for that perfect day to bust them out. And most of them are worn. I'm still trying to buy one pair from you, bro, that you don't want to sell. Which one? Which one? He has uh, a free throw line. It's it's nothing like huge in the sneaker world. Yeah, but I is, just love that shoe, bro. Yeah, it's it's love one of my shoe. grails. I drew it in seventh grade too, or eighth grade, I think, art class. Air Jordan three, um, the white cement. But this one is the free throw line. It's got yeah. the icy bottoms. I know what you're talking about. Line. Yeah, I want that shoe, bro. He doesn't want to sell it. Y'all, oh, y'all the same size. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. We started saying we're like, you know what, bro? Like, I'll wear your collection, wear my collection. But <laughs> bro, I'm all for it. This dude's the one that's like, <laughs> nah, I never I'm mind. Like, nah, man. Because you got a pair of you got a pair of these sitting back there. This is the only color I don't have. We both have these in the Saturn Air Max ones, and I'm like, bro, let's just share that Saturn. <laughs> nah, that's crazy, man. See, I've never had anybody. Well, did I, I don't know. I don't know if I said my shit my my size online. So. Um, but I've never had anybody to share shoes with, like my brothers and sisters. Yeah, they're just like fucking... all the Spurs players, dog. Yeah, that's what I'm 14. saying. <laughs> not, even, not even my brother, bro. If you were to meet my brother, like totally night and day, like you, you would be like, "That's your brother." Oh, like he's yeah. not into like shoes, bro. Or it's a whole. Just, he's just a business guy. Ah, okay. Like, does he look like my brother? No, absolutely not. Nothing alike. That was bro. your pops. That was yeah, that was my dad. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So me and my brother look nothing alike, bro. Our personalities nowhere yeah. near each other. It's just. This dude, his vocabulary is always like high. Like you're talking to like a rich, educated man. That's I feel that. pretty much how he is. And if you talk to him, how we're talking to him, he's looking at you like, that's not how you say. It. You know what's crazy? You say that this is just random, um, off of the fucking top. Uh, so I, not recently, but this was a couple of years ago. I have family in Corpus, and I was talking to him the way I'm talking to y'all right yeah. now. Nothing crazy. They were like, you like your voice changed or like you're you're you talking different. Yeah, something. something. I'm like. Bro, this is like, I talk every day, been, like, yeah. just because, like, but it goes back to, I guess, um, just having vocabulary, because yeah. I don't use the same vocabulary that bro, most people use. Bro, you grew up in the South Side, you got slang, That's, what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's like, what I tell my brother, man. I'm like, bro, we, we grew up, like, 
nowhere near rich. So we're from exactly, the hood, yeah, too. And, exactly. But my brother went to UT, graduated. Like, I mean, you heard my pops. He was over here saying my brother wants to go get his master's. Oh, yeah, I he's did hear doing, that. I mean, he's, he's a smart guy, so. Yeah. I mean, ethics in the military, dude, when I was serving, everyone told me I had an accent. I had slang, this, that, and the other. I'm like, Like Bro, a Texan accent? I don't, I, I'm not like a y'all. I, hey, I y'all. You know what I'm saying? Everyone yeah, yeah. think of, like, Sandy Boots from SpongeBob when yeah. they think of Texas in the military. But for whatever reason. But they said I had an accent or like I have some sort of slang to me. And I was dude like, bro, still has that accent. I tell yeah. him all the time when he's talking to people, I'm like, bro, yeah, you, you talk weird. I tell him <laughs> you that got all the time. a customer service voice. You got <laughs> something like that, bro. It's just it's just weird. But whenever I talk to other people, especially like from New York or from like Ohio, when I was in the military, bro, it just they're always like, yeah, you have some some slang to you. Like, sorry. Yeah. It's weird, bro, because you say that, and then my family thinks I have, like, an intelligent accent, and I'm like, bro, like, I talk ghetto as fuck sometimes. Yeah, like, it's just... my, my parents know, like, I cuss, and I have, like, not that I'm ghetto, but, like... No, yeah, no, I, yeah. They, they know me. Like, I'm I'm the joke of the family. Like, I'm always joking around with everybody, bro. Like, you can't take me serious. And then when, when they found out I, we, I was opening up the shop, they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> they came to grand opening. They were crying. I'm like. Where was all that shit you are talking about? I know. I was like, <laughs> Dang, you, know, you didn't believe I was opening up a shop. And they're like, I'm so proud of you. Because I'd send them like stuff on Google. Like, you know, the sneaker market's a billion dollar industry. Yeah. So my family sees, you know, 12, 13 year olds making it. Like they're millionaires now. You know what I mean? So I've always said, why not me? Why not us? You know yeah. what I mean? So, so that, uh, you said something earlier. Well, for both of you, I guess. Um, Y'all are selling off the collection. So some of the collections actually buy inventory for this. So, I mean, how difficult was that? Because you go into these, your personal collection, and you're oh, just hurt, like, fuck. Because I've, he knows, I had shoes that, like, you probably would never come across again. Yeah. You know what what I mean? the dunks, bro, that I bought for 800 bucks. Jesus. You know what I mean? It's, it's brand new. It's like a $25,000 shoe. Sold it for five. Stuff like that, bro. I've, I sold, I think, about 50 pairs just of, like, straight heat. To one of my homies, and he brought it back, and I was like, "Bro, like, I want it all back." And he was just like, "Nope." Wait, he brought it here to the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah the store. <laughs> we, we we did like yeah. a little YouTube video of like how oh, I got you, all, I got all the you. shoes and uh, I was our just like, reactions, and you know yeah. what I mean. I was just like, "Damn, bro, I can't believe I got rid of this stuff." But I mean, it, it's all reminiscing, bro. It's worth it, bro. Then y'all sad. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> no, I was sad, but I, I wouldn't. If I went back into time, I would still sell it. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, for me, I. Going to shows and seeing shoes for days, bro. I, I've accepted that shoes are going to come and go, bro. Yeah. I go through shoes like toilet paper, bro. So I wasn't tripping yeah. about moving something, especially if it was a GR. I mean, this dude probably had a lot more rare stuff. But GRs, you know, maybe a couple quick stripe items that you probably could find again. I wasn't tripping about it, you know. But, it, I mean, at first it started off me reselling just to get what I wanted. You know what I mean? Buy, sell, trade in your own size. Yeah. Just to level up in your own collection. But And then it started... Going to where I'm buying all sizes, all, you know, all shoes just to flip, just to sometimes get what I wanted during uh, that process. But, yeah, man, it wasn't too much for me to sell some things because I knew this was my goal at the end of the day, you know. So this is, uh, I always like to get into, like, the credit part. I mean, you can say however much information you want to. Uh, It's totally up to y'all. But when you go in, like you say, buy all kinds of sizes. I mean, is that straight capital, cash, liquid, or you're doing, you're going like putting some shit on credit, like online? No, don't get me wrong, bro. Definitely, this business kind of helped me boost my credit at first, bro. It got me to buy a house because whenever I got my first 1099K from StockX, I sold over $20,000 in shoes, which is quick to do. I did that like in month one. When I got my first 1099K and the IRS told me, hey, congratulations, you made $60,000. Um, Congrats! <laughs> I need hey, you, you to. Get, I need yeah, you to pay taxes. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm yeah. like, no, I didn't make sixty thousand dollars. I made this much money, and this much money was my profit. I had to prove all of that. So that was a big eye opener, slap in the face. But yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, I'm claiming it now. You know, that's additional income. Yeah. So it's on top of my income, and that was one of those things where it kind of helped me build my credit. It helped me apply for things and pay off things. You know, like if I couldn't afford to buy a ten clip of bread ones or something, I can throw it on a credit card. Sell them immediately yep. and pay the credit card right off, and then boom. And that that also comes to when we went to SneakerCon Denver, right? Mm-hmm. Went to SneakerCon Denver. Everybody knows Two J's Urban Necessities out in Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably the probably the biggest. The goat. Yeah, that everybody Shop, looks yeah. up to him, bro. So you know you can have a conversation with them, humble guy. So when we were talking to him, basically what he was saying is just like max out your credit cards, or just like what? That's literally what he said. That was his Ma- advice. Yeah. yeah, max out every single credit card, and we're just like. 
bro, what? Like, he was just like, I promise you, you max out that credit card. You're not using your money. You're using your credit card money. You're going to sell the shoe, right? Or are you going to keep it? Like, no, we're going to sell it. Okay, so why can't you put it on a credit card, sell the shoe, and then pay your credit card back? But make sure you pay your credit card back. So that hit us, man. We're just like, damn. I'm not saying everything in here is credit card. But yeah. a lot of it was our own money. Like, you know, we, we came in to the point where like, all right, what I buy, I'm going to put in here. What you buy, you're going to put in here. But now it got to the point where now Countdown's buying it. You know what I mean, so we're it's not coming out of our pocket no more. It's coming out of the business. No, yeah, I feel so. that, and it's just repeat. Yeah, process. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you're we have consigners, it, like everything in here is not ours. You know, we have a good, I'd say about, what you say thirty, forty percent in here is probably consigned. We have vintage guys putting consignment pieces in here. So of course, everything you see in here is not ours. You know what I mean? Like we do have consigners. Like, yeah. We give thanks to our consignment. Yeah, we're not ashamed to say we have yeah. consignment. So bro. if uh just for people that don't have no idea, so what's a consigner? So what a consigner is, it's basically the shop sells your shoe. So if you were to have a shoe that you want to sell, say it's, you know, off white presto, you probably can get nine hundred for that shoe, right? But you're all like, I really want eleven hundred. But you can take it to the shop because when you're coming into a sneaker shop, you know, people know when they come in here. Yeah. We got overhead. We got employees. You know, we it's got authentic, a lot of reputation. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, your your name's on the line. You're buying a guaranteed product that is real, legit. Yeah, you get to try it on. We also do that too. You get to try on the shoe, make sure it fits. You buy on StockX, and say you don't know an Air Force runs big. You're gonna buy your size 14 Air Force. Yeah. You get it in, it fits like a 15. You can't return it. You know what I mean? So we have consigners that come in, bring us their shoe. Like, I mean, what shoes dropping? This the weekend. Red Thunder Force. Red Thunder Force. We already have a bunch of people. Y'all want to buy? I'm like, yeah, we can buy, but we're not going to buy at market because that's where we sell it at. Yeah. So we got to buy a little bit usually lower. a yeah. little bit lower, right, to make, you know, our, our little margins that we want to meet. But usually we tell them if you don't like our offer, you can consign with us. And we offer a 10% consignment, which is probably the cheapest. I'm, I don't even, I think we're probably the only people doing consignment here in San Antonio. I think. Yeah. There might be other people offering it here and there, but on a consistent basis to always have consignment intake. It's like if you wanted to sell your collection, you bring it to me. You tell me what you want to make for it, yeah. and we just up everything ten percent to sell it in the shop. Yeah, and it's, that's ne- it's, it's never like, well, the shoe goes for four hundred, so you're gonna get like three fifty. We'll get fifty bucks. No, we tell you what do you want to get for it. You want to get two hundred bucks for it, and you want a quick sell. We'll sell it for that, and on top of our fee. So we have guys like that, but then we yeah. have guys that. Oh, I want say it's a thousand dollar shoe and they want fifteen hundred. We're like, we'll put it in here for that, but yeah, come it might on, bro. Sit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sell, it might you know? sit. Yeah. So they're just like, nah, just leave it in here. All but right. We pride ourselves on that, that people trust us right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? That that people come in with we have a consigner that's probably dropped off 150 pairs of shoes at once. Yeah. And that he trusts us as a store to leave his product here and us sell it for him. Yeah. Keep in mind, yeah, it's it's convenient that he just picks up checks and cash. You know what I mean? It's just automatically he's just making money, you know, opposed to it sitting in your closet and in a storage, you know, whatever. It's sitting in a store with potential to make money. So yeah, consignment does have its pros and cons because when you sell a shoe and it's the consigner shoe, you're just like, damn, like if we would have bought that, that would have been all ours. Yeah, but it, it does have its pros and cons. There's you know a couple pros is you don't have to invest in that shoe and you're still making a certain margin for that shoe. So that, that's the pro. I mean, con is, like I said, just selling the shoe and it's not all yours. You're cutting a check for these guys. But, no, I mean, sense. we love it, man. I mean, we're making money. I mean, if if you were to saw a grand opening, um, we had 80 pairs. Maybe 90 shoes on the wall. Well, this on is, a, like I've said before, I watch all your videos. So that's the one thing that I, I kind of do. I'm just a huge supporter about other people, other people, especially if they're local. Um, so I've, I've, see, I've, seen the, I've seen the grand opening yeah. video. Uh, yeah, man, it's nothing like when well, Bro, what I'm seeing right now is nothing crazy, like what y'all right? have. It's literally, literally in four months, we've turned 80, 90 shoes into a thousand pairs. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's a blessing. I mean, now we have we have more people wanting to come in here and like break bread with us. And we're, we got to the point where we got to be picky now, like in um, what we take. This is a one. Well, I mean, this is similar but different. It's kind of like being on the platform. So this platform is yeah. so having people hit me up and just like, I've said this before, just people were just hitting the DMs, be like, yo, what's up? Can we do a pod? I'm like, bro, this is something that I, I take pride in, something yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't get paid money for just yet. And you're having just the posts you make on Instagram are just bullshit. Like the shit you talk about and like your music is fucking, or just in general, just yeah. being weird, I guess. <laughs> um, and coming onto a platform where I take it very serious and 
it's all about impact and just motivation and just business and just just different shits. Like you can't really I gotta pick and choose who yeah, I want. You gotta right. be picky, man. So it's kinda like the same thing, but different. Uh but yeah, man, uh what I wanna get into is kind of just not it's kind of cool, I guess, but uh, just for y'all, like friendship. I mean, y'all just started this a couple months ago, so yeah. Where, where did y'all's friendship begin? So I've known him since uh, junior year, oh, of, junior high year of high school, and it's just through the shoe groups, bro. So like I said back then, it's like reselling was a thing when we were in high school, but it was more like you only knew like five or six people that reselled in your size. You know what I mean? You yeah, would yeah. trade amongst each other. That would actually buy. Yeah, too. that would actually buy. Yeah. He and I were one of those because he's a ten and a half. I was a ten, ten, ten and a half. So. We would run into each other here and there, doing deals with one another. You know, I'd sell him shoes. I'd buy shoes from him, et cetera. We still laugh, bro, to this day. I'd be like, bro, you remember you taxed me on that yeah, shoe? Be like, oh, oh, shit. I tell him that all the time, bro. All so, the time. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> let's not talk about that. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, I met him since high school, man. We've just been mutual friends yeah. following each other on Facebook, bro. It's like one of those friends that you never really knew, knew. But you always kept around. You're good vibes, good people. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what James meant It was. It me. was always the social media thing. Like, we would always just chop it up just on social media message bro talk about shoes, literally bro talk about so when i met yeah. him bro it was literally we're outside i remember brie his wife would like be like rj come on let's go yeah we'd be talking out there for, bro, for hours like an hour, bro. connection bro. was just there right yeah bro yeah, we yeah. just chop yeah. it up and we're like yeah let's, let's chill we never did you know and that's that yeah. type of vibe like let's hang out bro let's go out whatever you know let's hang out never did but then one day we're like hey let's become business partners bro honestly bro like literally how it happened dude honestly i was I was already in the mindset of opening up a shop. I was like, I, I'm going to open up the shop. I'm going to do it. Like I said, I just needed that one guy. I mean, I had a guy, but a little younger, right? And he actually hit me up literally like a week later. He was like, bro, let's come on. Let's just go do it. Don't don't even think about it. Let's just do it. And I'm like, fuck it. So, this, it. yeah. So, yeah, obviously, you just finished talking about y'all's friendships. Yeah, I didn't really know each other besides social media. Social so. media, yeah. Where does trust come in? Because obviously you're opening up an actual business. So yeah. how's the trust between y'all? How did that actually when we, kind of... Well, actually, when I started chilling with him, bro, I found out a lot about him. Like, dudes, you know, all about uh, God. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can tell, like the military too. I mean, you can tell he was a trustworthy yeah, type yeah. of guy. So I got that vibe off him real quick. As soon as we started looking for shops, going to the banks to try and get... Um, what do you call it? A business uh, account. Account, yeah. yeah. Just getting that little stuff, and then he would take initiative. I, bro, you can ask him. I'm not <laughs> a procrastinator, dog. I, I'm, no, the I'm, I'm, procrastinator. I'm the lazy one. I was one, on bro. it, bro. I was like, let's get this done. Let's get this done, yo. I'm the lazy one, bro. I'd rather be like, I'll just pay somebody to do it. I'm, I'm lazy, and he knows it. Too. I'm lazy, bro. I'm not. Yeah, convenience is. Yeah, 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 I got you. So <laughs> when he was always taking initiative, always like, let's go do this, let's go do this. I'm gonna go pick you up. I'm like, damn, this dude really wants it. So I'm like, fuck it, bro. Like. And for me, it was I'm a, a rush. Partner, man. Not a rush, but for me, it was like, let's do it now, especially because I had just gotten out of the military, dude. Like, I just separated. And I hear these stories, dude. Like, uh, that's nine times out of ten, people are still in the military right now to this day because they don't have options when they get out. Yeah. They don't know what they're going to do if they get out, bro. So they end up reenlisting, end up staying in because they don't have no yeah. clue of what they want to do, bro. And... Not to say there's not people in the service that, like, are serving hardcore and want to do the 20 years and retire. You know what I mean? All, do, all credit due to them. But there's some people that just feel stuck, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. They don't know um, what to They do. just dropped a stat the other day. I don't know if you've seen that, about the suicide rates are higher in the military oh, yeah. than COVID deaths. Seen that. I'm like, bro, yeah. people don't look at those types of things. And yeah. I was one of those people like, bro, I don't want to be one of them people that gets out of the military and does nothing. You know what I mean? Does nothing, yeah. has no plan, has no job. You know, because it's a big risk hopping out, getting X amount of money uh, for the past seven years of your life. And then out of nowhere, just having no income, you know what yeah. I mean? And it was a big, it was a big leap. And I wanted to do it immediately. I wanted to pull the trigger immediately. And he was all for it. I was like, run it, bro. Let's do it. You know, I, I trust in a way had to happen. You know, I didn't yeah. have to, I, I, I didn't have to wait for it. I didn't have to search for it. I had to trust, bro. Definition of trust is like actually doing things without you actually searching or or trying to like hope it happens type stuff, but this type of trust you literally just jumped into, bro. Yeah. It's like a leap of faith. See, that's yeah. the, that's the crazy part too, because it. it just happened so quick. Yeah, but bro. I mean, it was just instant connection. I'm sure it was just y'all can just attest to what y'all just did. But uh, I want to talk on the military real quick because you, uh, I've had a pod. I'm probably not gonna release. Uh, it's two of my buddies. One you know, Stefan. The other one, uh, his name is Bob. But um, 
they were both in the military. Stefan was uh, infantry in the, in the Marines, and mm-hmm. I think Bob's in the Army. Don't know what he does, which is sad. But uh, we had a pod, and we are just talking about just shit that they were going through outside of the military. Like, I think, I don't even know if he's probably going to want, want me to talk about this, but Stefan didn't actually have, like, uh, he didn't want to have, like, a gun, like, in his possession because he didn't know, like, what the what his mindset was coming out of the military, like, if he was going to be able to handle... Um, I guess civilian life. Right. He didn't know um, what he was capable of. Like, yeah, he didn't yeah. know what he was capable of because he was always so used to like trying to kill, bro. Yeah, trying to kill and mentality. He, yeah, and he was. Uh, then he finally got into like just having, just proper. Uh, I civilian guess, life. Just yeah, just civilian, civilian life, just yeah. living like a normal human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he kind of got into the whole uh, like gun range shooting. I mean, he was always used to that, but it took him a while to actually be a regular person because yeah. he was always just waking up at a certain time. Um, just doing shit to the fucking T and then coming just in. That PTSD, bro. Yeah, so that that's it's what we got what into. And then probably not gonna, I'm not going to say what me and Bob talked about, but it was just, yeah, just crazy to see what these military people go in. And yeah. Then, uh, Takes a certain just, breed to continue. Yeah. So, yeah, my pops, he was the one, like the horror stories like I was getting into. Yeah, yeah. He was the one, him and his platoon were the ones actually doing recon on Bin Laden. Bin Laden. That's, bro, I'm like, huge. dude, that's freaking crazy. And it's then, like historical stuff. And then yeah. two weeks later, bro, Another platoon, I guess, came in and Navy SEALs, I think. Navy SEALs, yeah, they shot him. Yeah, just the shit that they go through is fucking crazy. And then, um, huge too is like fucking the the whole fuck. I don't remember her name, but she was it was a big thing last year with the she was a girl and she has uh, something. I forgot what her last name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so just in general, just uh, <clears throat> women just being, I guess, uh, just not having a voice and just being, I guess. Not viewed as a fucking man is is another crazy topic. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. But um, shit. Hey, YouTube. Sorry, yo. <laughs> All right, we'll camera cut out. So you have a new lens in there. So <laughs> yeah, we uh, man, I, I yeah, I have no idea what what went on with my fucking camera, but um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, shit. I forgot what we were talking about. We could talk about mm-hmm. this since we were talking about yeah, off air. The the whole TikTok thing. So I guess having fake pairs, wearing fake pairs, like I know it's huge right now. Because obviously reselling is a lot of money so, yeah. to to buy, but when people are going to DHgate and all these other websites and getting them straight from just Asia, how do y'all feel about that? I don't like that, bro. I mean, like we were telling you off camera, like we got got, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we legit got got. If you don't know what that means, is we bought a fake pair on accident that we bought from a legit guy that we buy from all the time and we hate talking about it yo yeah. but it's just one of those things that happens when you put a little too much trust in a deal with people it was bound to happen consistently you know, do business with so it, it's like i i think we bought it here at the shop some guy brought in like i think four or five pairs yeah. of university ones we looked at the first couple we're like all right they're good he's a trustworthy cat so we're like, all right cool bro here's your cash you know what i mean cashed them out i mean granted this is months later that this Got brought up, yeah, but the last time we bought yeah. this size in a university one was from him. So we approached him saying, hey, bro, we noticed that this university blue is fake. And it was a big old thing with him. How he did y'all, saying, y'all are about to sell it? And then you know, yeah, we, yeah, we, we opened we're, the box. We're, we're about to sell it. it. Literally opened up the box. And like, why does bro, it, look it just, weird? one, it just smelled. When, yeah. you, when you get a fake pair of shoes, like there's this, I mean, we, we always say we should have kept that pair to show people like what to look for, not just in the UNC one, but like color wise, smell wise. Like if you ever been in a nail salon, yeah, as soon as you Chemicals. walk in, it hits you. Like that scent sure hits you, man. Like so, as soon as we open up that pair, man, just boom, we got a whiff of it. And we're like, bro, we started looking at the insoles. The insoles are not even supposed to be white. Oh, fuck, I saw that shit too. The yeah, insoles bro. were white, bro. Like literally, if we yeah. would have saw that outside, would have been like, this pair is fake. Yeah, but like I say, he. He probably knew what he was doing. He probably had that pair at the last. You have to though, right? Because yeah. I mean, you're checking that slight, slight, like extra ten seconds it takes to. But this is when we. Check this is shoe. when we were, you know, opening up the shop. We were still doing the lights, the paint, doing a lot of stuff, bro. So when he came out, dude, we were like all just. I mean, we're taking out the insulation, insulation. from the ceiling, bro. So we have a dude, TikTok out there. What we had to do to like revamp this place, and we were just yeah. like full of just like fiberglass, and bro, we were just it was hot. It sucked. Now so, he knew. Oh yeah, he nah, knew. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty busy. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna I'm check. I'm pretty sure he knew. He pulled up oh, and shit. he sold us the shoes, gave him the cash, and he pulled right out, bro. And you know, mind you, we did have the shoes in here for two months. You know, we've ran through a lot of UNCs, but we had one one pair of size eleven. 
one pair. And we backtrack because everything that we buy, we write it down, put it in the system, and we backtrack. And I'm like, I know we got that pair. From we're good me. with that, bro. I was we, like, I let me message sure with that. So, mind you, yeah, it's been two months. Like, if it was me, too, like, if I sold to somebody, I'm like, bro, it's been two months. I don't know what you do with that shoe. Yeah. But as a shop owner, like, why do we have to lie about that? You know what I mean? There's no reason for us to lie. So, I told him, I'm like, bro, this pair's fake. What do you want to do to make it right? Mind you, I never said, you owe me money. This. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to do to make it right? You let me know. Nah, my pair's from the sneakers. I'm like. Okay, it's from Sneak, and he's sending me the email, and it's so easy to get that, bro. I can get a fake sneakers, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's sending me all that. I'm like, I'm telling you right now, bro, insoles are white. The color's off. The smells like freaking chemicals. Like, it's it's off. And he was just like, just laughing in my face, bro. Just literally like, that shoe's been in there for two months. I don't know what you did with it. You probably bought from somebody else. I'm like, all right, bro, whatever. Yeah. Left it at that, and this dude want to go off, and this is where I stepped in as his partner. Like, oh yeah, bro. dude, I'm a I'm a hothead, bro. I was oh, like, yeah. bro, I'm a hothead. Our reputation, I say this all the time. Reputation is fragile, fragile. bro. Yeah. Reputation is Especially fragile. Especially in this, yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can't be selling fakes in here. You know, if we sell fakes in here, then we're shot. No one's gonna trust this place. Yep. So it's a good thing we have the eyes. You know what I mean? We know yeah. what shoes are legit or not. You know, we authenticate in in house too, which is another service we offer to some people, but. We don't want to have any commotion on the outside, you know what I'm saying? So I told him, bro, like, let's just swallow this pill. Let's eat this bone, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things that happens in this game. We're going to have to suck it it's up. It's bound to happen to yeah, man. you I'm, at least once, bro. I'm sure people, I'm sure the Urban Necessities do yeah. have tons. Oh, oh facts, dude. Bro. Like, get tons of facts. fakes coming in. and I'm sure. Yeah, that's just one of those. It's a small-scale stuff yeah. compared to anything like that. I mean, you bro. go to the sneaker cons, these guys doing legit checks. Like, they're just looking at the shoe, and they're like, all right, good. Like, you can be a big-time YouTuber, and you're giving them a shoe, and they're like, oh, you bought it? Yeah. Okay, they're good. That's why yeah. you got to do your research, man. Know your product. Know what shoe you're buying. If you're, Especially if you're buying from another reseller you don't know. Yeah. Authenticate. Seven bucks, you buy a black light on Amazon, yeah. take it with you, and just hit it with and the And it's UV. good, too, because when we buy stuff, and if we have a shoe in-house already, it's good to put the shoes yeah, yeah. side by side that way we can see the differences there's always like we use the black light to see if there's ghost stitching so ghost stitching is basically like stuff that's not supposed to be on the shoe so you know is it china or whatever it is i guess china so factory where flaw you factory know. flaw you see a lace on if you're seeing ghost if you're seeing that stitching mm-hmm. 10 times out of 10 is fake yeah or if you see a factory stamp it's fake it's kind of one of those things too where you just want to be sure so if you know the other person's gonna get offended, that's kind of yeah. just raises the flag right there. So that's how we tell our customers too. Like we never tell our customers like shoes fake. Yeah, yeah. We always say, you know what? We respectfully pass. Why? Oh, we just don't want it, bro. It's not something we sell here, and they're looking like we have five yeah, yeah. pairs right there. <laughs> it's kind of awkward when you tell somebody. <laughs> yeah, and then shoes so then fake. you finally have to tell them like, I mean, there's people in here. Because like, we've already had a good like at least five, six transactions where we had to pass because we noticed they were fake. And I we think don't we, say it I to think them. we have a YouTube video on it on one of our pop-ups. Yeah, one of our pop-ups. Some guy grateful brought, dead. brought a Grateful Dead in the yellow pair, yeah. and he's trying to sell. And I was the one working the register at the time because he was outside holding it down for us. And the dude was just like, oh, I want 900 It's market, so it's not a red flag. Red flags are like, oh, I want 400 bucks for it. And you're all like, what? 400 yeah. for a $1,000 shoe? Yeah. So it, it wasn't a red flag, at, red flag at first. So I'm like checking out the shoe, and I'm just like, I'm already looking at it. I'm like, bro, it's off. And he's like, what? What? Got it on StockX. The StockX tag's right there. I'm like, StockX has sold a bunch of fakes before. You know, I personally don't shop on StockX. But StockX sold a lot of fakes before. And I'm telling him, bro, he was in denial, man. Bro, there's even, I think, I don't know if DHgate sells it or not, but they sell the tags from StockX, bro. I've seen that shit. It's crazy, bro. I mean, you just got to be careful, man. Literally have to be careful and do your research. Do the legit checks. You know, people, watch other videos like the one we posted. Yeah. About shoes like that. a fake shoe with the real receipt in. <clears throat> it's fucking crazy, man. They can they can bring us a Travis Scott that they got for... It's a fake pair. And they probably have a legit pair somewhere else that they actually hit on sneakers. And they're trying to get up on us and throw the fake pair in with the legit receipt. Yeah. I mean, so that's stuff you got to look out for, too. So that's why when you open up a shop, I mean, you have to know what you're doing. Facts. I mean, we, when we buy shoes, like the Red Thunders are coming out. We're going to watch YouTube videos on real and fake because we know as soon as people get them on Saturday, everybody brings them over here. If it's not us, it's different shops around the city. Every time we get a new shoe, we always look at it, examine it real quick. So in case somebody tries to sell it, we know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. Especially if we hit on retail, you know what I mean? We hit retail pairs, we get them in. 
We feel them. We smell them. It sounds weird. I know the people that are not sneakerheads. Yeah, we oh, sniff yeah, shoes that yeah. are that are. <laughs> sometimes, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, if they are used, sometimes it still has that strong Jordan One smell. You know what I mean? You, yeah. We know what it smells like, dude. It sounds crazy, bro, but it's actually a part of the authenticity that is required. So, nah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, man. That's a good thing about this whole, I guess, sneaker business because you. Gotta want to fucking. It must suck getting fucking got, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Like, Dude, it, it hurt, hurt, bro. bro. I and was I was pissed the whole day. Like he wasn't mad. Dude, I was man. just messaging. He wanted him to not. go off and like go meet this dude. I'm I like, bro, this yeah, is our nah. store brand. We're yeah. talking now. You chill can't. Out, we, had, we had to, <laughs> bro. There's, we had even, to chill, there's even like, times where like I'm like going back and forth on Facebook groups, bro. Like, I mean, we had one guy that we shorted him out twenty dollars on a right. payout on a payout. So. Why don't you he, count your money before you leave? He brought a shoe in. Right. It's your fault. I, <laughs> I, paid, I paid him his money. Yeah, yeah. Even wrote him a receipt, counted it in front of him. And he hits us up two days later. Bro, you shorted me 20 bucks. I'm like, uh, two days? Yeah, I'm like, come on. I, and I told him, so I was like, bro, I gave you all your money. He was just like, no, nah, you shorted me 20 bucks. I was like, okay, send me your cash app. 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Yeah. Right. Boom, we'll just give it to him. That's lunch for us. You know what I mean? So. Dang, y'all, y'all didn't need that day. And then he, he, he know, tried right? trolling us <laughs> yeah, on he, Facebook. Bro, he trolled and us on us, count your ch- count your money, San Antonio. Or yeah, because like, I was gonna buy because I posted on um, a shoe group and I said, has to be a teenager, right? Or sounds like sound down here like a teenager, bro. But this dude, grown bro, man, he, he's bro. grown oh, ass, grown ass man, bro, acting like that. And I was going back and forth with them, but I'm like, I need to stop that because I need to see the bigger picture. Like I'm a shop owner, I should not be acting like that. But like I said, yeah, yeah. So I have this dude to stop me. You know what I mean? Because I, I am homie the bet, hot- homie bet. <laughs> I am the hothead, bro. Like it's funny. It, it's That's bad. Crazy. We've we've had other incidents in here where like I go, I pop off. Like yeah. you're in my shop acting like that. Like get out. Nah, bro. I just don't. See, I've never saw that part of 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 getting just mad or offended or. Just anything like that. It's just I'm always been the type to just chill, calm. Yeah. Just, just the whole nine yards when it comes to shit like this. So I mean, it comes with any business. I think yeah, everybody yeah. has yeah, a of realm course. of situations that pop, like pop up. You know what I mean? It takes a certain breed to handle them. You know what I'm saying? It takes a certain yeah. breed to like actually deal with them. And it's just barriers, bro. Life's gonna throw you barriers. You yeah. just have to jump over them. You know what I'm saying? So, so we. Uh, this is actually what I wanted to get into before the shit cut off. So. Um, this location, why pick this location? Why pick this in this area? What what makes it different from other parts of San Antonio? Well, initially, everybody wants to be like 2J's Kicks, bro. We wanted to do the whole micro level of like a sneaker shop that had barbers and tattoos incorporated. Yeah. So at one point, we had a barber shop in here, which is no longer a thing. We're like more oriented towards sneakers and vintage now. So the barbershop just faded away but at first during our initial like scouting for a place we're trying to basically open up two businesses in one the tattoos was almost like impossible to open up anywhere in san antonio because either one the locations already had a tattoo shop in the area or two zoning was an issue you know what i mean so city zoning is a whole other beast when it comes to commercial leasing but we uh we were looking for for one a barbershop and then also a sneaker shop so a place that accommodated both and that would allow us to do both tough. was tough man yeah. so yeah we basically opened up two businesses cuz we still technically have a licensed uh Texas barbershop in here but we're not taking advantage of that anymore so yeah. it's just one of those things man now looking back if we did have this this mindset at first with sneakers and only vintage then yeah our possibilities probably would have been expanded but um this place gave us for one the budget for two, the opportunity, and for to three, the space, to bro. Yeah. yeah, to do what we wanted to do. So, I feel like we're growing out of this place already. Month four in, bro. But crazy, we're already I mean, looking at that's a good other thing. spots, yeah. bro. Like now, we're looking like we we want to go here, we want to go there. What is it gonna take for us to get over there? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, we want to so. expand countdown, man. That's our goal. It's not just to have a one stop shop and just one spot. We want to be multiple locations, you know what I mean? That's that's everybody's goal, but of course it starts with one and doing one right, the first one right. Yeah. So, how hard is that? Keeping this like obviously you want to expand. So how hard right. is that? Well, Cuz you just mentioned doing um like writing shit down when you sell it. I'm um, obviously you got your your, your oh, revenues, bro, I mean, your profits. I mean, we like opened that. the store at the end of the year, so of course it looks good on paper because of Christmas time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything looks good on paper right now, yeah, but Yeah, m- mind you, we we opened up in September. So, September and the month after that, I'm not gonna lie, it was slow. We were oh, yeah, ex- we were excited, bro, selling one shoe a day. 
We were excited. We told each other that that was our our, our budget, bro. So one shoe a day to keep the lights on. Yeah. And so as soon as that person came here and bought us, she was like, boom, like we're chilling now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're chilling. We, right, we, were that, yeah. we were in that mindset, bro. And then the end of November and then all of December, bro. Oh my god, minimum thirty pairs a day. Bro, we're minimum we're shoes like crazy. There's still space on some of these grid walls today because of last yeah. month, bro. Minimum, and it's a good thing. Bro. It's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? So we're we're blessed to have that outcome for December. Um, we're definitely going to prepare for December next year a lot yeah. better, you know? Shit, even income tax, bro. Yeah, so we have a lot of holidays, a lot of things in between that people buy gifts for special occasions. Of course, everybody wants to put some heat on their feet. Looked all dripped out with some fresh kicks. So we already know there's there's going to be several we, occasions we, for we've that. We've talked to other business sneaker shops like in Houston, Dallas, people like that. And they've told us if you're not in the mall, you're going to expect dry months. And they told us the months that are going to be dry and they're right. Yeah, that's the hardest part is marketing, bro, because we're not in a mall. People yeah. can't stumble in here and check us out. You know what I mean? You have to find out about us, hear about us, and then come and check us out. That is the hardest part is marketing, dude. So that's well, why we do flyers, bro. That's why we showed you our flyers. No, flyers yeah, in my pocket. You need one? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. I want to yeah, take it. Yeah, we do flyers. We do stickers. So we... I'll tell you a story, bro. We actually got in trouble with La Cantera. Hey, chill, chill. <laughs> Everybody get locked up. <laughs> we got in trouble with La Cantera, man. So you know the the maps, the direct direction. Yeah, yeah. Or you see where the stores are? Yeah, yeah. We were slapping our stickers on yeah, there. Sticker too. You need sticker? Look, <laughs> these are stickers, bro. We took them off and we we're slapping them on it's there. Got our QR code on it and everything. So you just so, follow us on IG. But I mean, marketing, we, bro. How bad do you want it? You know what I'm saying? saying? How okay, bad do you want? We were bro. talking off air. I don't mean to cut you off, but no, no, you we're talking off air about these. Uh, Basically, just handing these out in in the malls, um, which is crazy because I just kind of gave the analogy of people handing out mixtapes to kind of get noticed on their music. It's kind of the same thing. I mean, yeah. you're running a fucking business, so yeah. you're going to want the the money coming in. And mm -hmm. yeah, so investing what, yourself. What blew my mind, advertise, bro. What blew my mind is when one of our homies told us about Master P. Mm -hmm. Master P, I don't know if you heard this story, but Master P, how he got out there was he made shirts. Saying Master P and what he does to the homeless people. Oh shit! Homeless people are walking billboards. You, you see homeless people everywhere. And they're imagine, usually downtown. And then yeah, if they're wearing like, if they're wearing your shirt, imagine if we had like countdown and then we buy so trade like shoes, them to homeless sneakers. Guys, you know what I mean? mean? And then you're giving clothing to the homeless. So exactly, bro. It's a win-win. Yeah, yeah, it's a win-win. So that that's that's what blew my mind. But yeah, we we do this. Uh, we hand out flyers. I mean. Like we told you off camera, we go to Spurs games, Cowboys games. We hosted a toy drive this past yeah. Christmas, dude. We do yeah. pop free pop ups, you know, marketing, like hearing about us. Well, and um, not to say we do it just for the clout, you know what I mean? But we're doing it yeah. at the same time. Why not help somebody out? You know what I mean? Yeah. So families in need, you know, less fortunate families. Uh, we plan to do a back to school drive, all those things to help the community. You know, cause, I mean, you you, su you support our community same way we like to get back to our community as much as we can. So. You, uh, I mean, you're having an event coming up at the end of this month. Yeah, so, 30th. Um, talk about that. I mean, y'all had shit. It was a lot of vendors, bro. Like 30 plus, right? It's free, so bro. This, this is our third pop up. We call it Sunday Fun Day. Yeah. We're so, going to make a free event. Dude. We're going to make a na another name for it, but that's when we have like a venue for it. But right now, we just call it Sunday Fun Day. It's a free event for everybody. Free to the public, free to vend. It, yeah. You don't have to sell shoes. You don't have to sell clothing. I mean, we've had people selling uh, charms for Crocs. We have people selling, like, just regular jewelry. I mean, just little stuff like that. So it's a free event. So we would have a live DJ, food trucks. I think this time we're going to have the DJ. We're going to have the food truck. And then now we're bringing in a tattoo artist coming over here. So they're going to do, like, you know, little specials. Hey, like, you, you know, know, like Friday the 13th little type stuff. Yeah, 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 just little stuff like that just to make it keep going out there. So... Yeah, the, the Sunday fun day, it's a free pop-up. Uh, bring whatever you want. I mean, all we ask is you keep it clean, friendly. Um, don't fight with your neighbor. It was good vibes last right time. Last one we threw was for Halloween. We had a pinata for the kids, you know what yeah. I mean? We gave out candy. Um, and it's a win-win, you know? It's a win because why? We help other vendors get their name out there and market themselves. And then, of course, all those people that yeah. they reach that we yeah. can't reach, it's a win-win, bro. So, so y'all just have it right here in the parking lot. Right bro? outside, bro. Yeah. Straight up. We shut down the parking lot, which is a our first tough one. thing. So that's what I was gonna ask. Like there's businesses on the other side. So oh, we got so, we got cool with our neighbors, bro. Yeah, our neighbors them. are really cool, man. Oh, so okay. on Sundays, they're everybody's closed on Sundays. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. Uh she even freaked out when she pulled up. Uh that's actually our neighbor right there in the Mercedes. Yeah. Uh when she pulled up, she was just like, What's going on? We're like, Oh, we're having a free pop. And we thought she was mad. She goes, How come you didn't tell me? We're like, 
What? What, she, what does she do? She sells uh, she's a Vietnamese restaurant. Vietnamese restaurant. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. She's like, I could have been open selling food. I didn't think about that. So she was like, every time y'all do a free pop up, she I'm wants here. to have like a select menu. Yeah, so she's like, I'm mean? here, and that's so, what we like to hear. Like they want to, yeah. they're motivated to make money here. You know, yeah, we want to help our next door neighbor's a bike shop. They don't care, bro. Them over here is just a clinic. It's like a Spanish clinic. I don't, I don't know what that is over there. And then you have the front. Uh, right, just kidding. <laughs> just fake and then it's, uh, it's a Metro yeah, PCS fake. over here. So yeah, everybody's enough. closed on Sunday. So we utilize our space, man. So I mean, everyone brings their own setup. We have music playing. You know, some people selling food. You don't have to have a permit or anything to do that. I don't know. I don't know. We just yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> we just do it. No, yeah, it's I our mean, business. You know what I mean? It's our shop. We have we have the rights to the parking lot and everything in between. Yeah, our our well. our landlord told us we that corner of the grassy area is technically hers too. You can utilize it however you want. Oh, yeah. We approached her about it. It's like, hey, can we use this space for what we want? So it's yeah. dope though, bro. I mean, we've had vendors come in here try giving us money. Like, man, we made thousand dollars. We never made this. Here's two hundred bucks, and we're like, what? Oh, please take it. We're like, ah, just show up next time. Or when we do charge for the event, show up and then. Pay yeah. it whatever you need to pay. Yeah, yeah. That's how you support us. When we plan to do an event, though, just throwing it out there, we're the way it's free now. We want to make it affordable still. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you, you you do go to a lot of these events. I mean, SneakerCon, their tables are 150 bucks, but I understand because 400 bucks. Oh, 400. 400 bucks. So a table. Their yeah. table's 400 bucks, right? Yeah, Mind you. Wait, so hold on. So you have three, four tables. You that's 400 yeah. each. Yeah. Okay, and you gotta yeah. fly out there, and you gotta ship your shoes, God, and you have to you have got... all the investment in shoes to make that money back. So now you know. Now you understand why when you go to SneakerCon, people are taxing because they got to make their money back, their hotel, their flight, shipping the shoes. So and we the consumers wanna, don't understand that when they walk into the shows, they they just they're just there to buy. You know? Like if coming into a regular yeah. local shop. Mm-hmm. So we want to yeah. make it affordable. We we want to be that you know shop that's doing these events, make it affordable for everybody. That way, people don't have to tax. Because right? what are we ideally going to make a rack, two racks off a show? No, if that's yeah. the case, then no. I rather. Keep the positive vibes. Keep the people that support us supporting us and give back as much as we can, you know, because they've been rocking with us since day one and, and hopefully day 1,000. As, as we grow, man, like literally yeah. the first pop-up, 15 vendors. Second pop-up, 40 vendors. We're at 50 vendors right now. We got two group chats going right now. That's, right. that's, that's what I saw. One. Well, because you had said something. I don't remember what you said. You said, posted an IG story. It was like I need more vendors, and it was like forty plus or thirty. I don't remember what you said. At I was time, just like, I think. What the fuck? Because yeah. I remember yeah, the bro. first one you had. Uh, it was it was a fifteen, and legit. Then, 15 and and it's, it's cool because people break that ice becoming a vendor for the first time here yeah. at our shows. Yeah, like they've never vended we, before. Yeah. Bro. To this day we get messages like, "Oh my god, this is my first event. What do I expect?" I'm like, just show send them up, our YouTube video, to show them the vibes. Yeah. yeah. So well, like, I just like you said, it's a win-win. And then on top of that, you just like people are not having vending vending shops. So even outside of like the money wise, you're learning like networking skills. Yeah. Exactly. You're meeting people from other parts of San Antonio doing mm-hmm. other businesses. Because then their friends come over here, they see exactly. our shop. Oh yeah. damn, I didn't know this shop was here. I mean, it's yeah. it's a marketing strategy for us. That's yeah. that's what we've noticed when we started doing these pop-ups. It's a marketing strategy for us, just like those flyers, man. And, it's and marketing. We we say this too all the time. James and I, I've said it to him, he said it to me. It's like we don't have a competition, bro. Nobody's competition to us. Everybody we don't have their own clientele. Competition, dude. Everyone's in their own lane. Everyone has their own clientele. You know what I mean? Like, shout out to the Vaulty. Shout out to the True North. Shout out to a couple other, you know, Soboteek that have been around for for a minute, bro. Yeah, and Sobo I respect Teak. them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They've so, been out there yeah. a minute. And they they grinded. They got the following. They got the clout. They got the the their their name on the map for yeah. a reason. You know what I'm saying? And we want to be next up. You know what I'm saying? Like we said to each other, like, hey, this is a big risk. Yeah, but. I mean, why not? Why not us? Why not, yeah, why not us? Uh, we'll uh, we'll end on the the actual story of that the, that the thing because we got cut off about you putting a sticker on the directory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, La Cantera. I I got a call here uh, at the shop. They said, "Let me speak to the manager of Countdown and say." I was like. Give the phone to RJ. <laughs> no, no, I was, I was all like, uh, you're talking to the owner. I kind of wish I answered, but. I was like, you're talking to the owner. How <laughs> uh, may I help you? Yeah. Mind you, I'm a hothead. Nah, bro. he didn't say that. How may I help you? No, nah. you said, what's up? <laughs> Mind you, I'm a hothead, bro. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I need, he was cool. I need to speak to the the manager at Countdown. I was like, well, I'm the owner. Well, boom, it just started cussing at me, bro. I was just like, I'd, oh, I, oh, I, Put the phone like that, and you can still hear him yelling and cussing. Mind you, we have one of our homies that works here with us, and he was just like, "Is he yelling at you?" I was like, "Yeah, he's fucking so who, cussing at who's me." Who's this dude? Who's this? Supposedly the owner of La Cantera. 
Bro, you know damn well he's a mall I was cop. Like, this he's dude, a mall cop, bro. Yeah, I was know. like, this dude's a mall cop. This dude is not the owner. This the owner of La Cantera is hey, not Hey, but shout there. out all mall cops, yo. Yeah. <laughs> this this dude is not the owner Hilarious. of La Cantera. Okay. Calling the shop right now and cussing at me. I'm like, so I'm looking at the the phone that we have. I'm just like, put it back on my ear. And I'm like, you're going to talk to me. You can fucking talk to me right, dude. Well, I don't want you fucking doing this. And then I'm like, bro. I'm like looking at my, our guy, Luis. I'm like, bro. I'm going to go off on this dude. And he was just like, I have all your stickers. I took them off. Just letting you know this is a criminal charge, blah, blah, blah. We can have you arrested right now as we speak. Bro, feel the stickers, dude. You can Tell me you can peel you can, that off somewhere. You can literally peel it off. Oh, it's not like, like it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. not like it's a, not a sticker where you, USPS, like where they put the tagging yeah, yeah. and slap it on like a telephone no, pole or something. Yeah. These are peelable at least, bro. So he was just like, I have your stickers. I'm going to send the cops over there right now. They're going to arrest you. I'm like, all right, bro, that's fine. And then he left it as, don't fucking do it again. Ooh, I'm like, and then RJ, you came right. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck did you tell me, you little bitch? <laughs> I told him like that. I was like, I was like yo, who you talking I was to? Like, yo, I just jumped in the yeah, conversation. I was like, I like go, did what the, the studio fuck? go bad again, bro? Yeah. Like, I was like, what the fuck did you tell me, you little bitch? Oh, this bitch? was recent then. This was like yeah, last, last week. week. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> every Monday, bro, like we're off on Mondays, right? So every Monday we go do our rounds and we go do our marketing. So we go to every mall. Yeah. We do all this stuff. So we finally got stickers. So we were excited to go post some stickers. I mean, it's it's not a crime. I don't think it's... It might be... Just I, locked up next week. Just like frowned right. upon. <laughs> uh, no, I know what you I mean. I won't be like, bro, you're going to have to bail me out, RJ. <laughs> nah, so I mean, yeah. we, we were excited to have stickers. So we are just slapping them everywhere. And, I mean, I guess it's considered graffiti. I don't, I, I don't know, yeah. bro. So yeah, so now we're not going to do that lock on that no more. We're just gonna go over there, second <laughs> floor, and just like make it rain with flyers, dude. Just throw them up. But what we do do, if you see it at North Star men's uh, stalls, we do slap the stickers on there. <laughs> so you know when you're yeah. doing your it's business, it's just like I, we want it so bad. You know what I mean? We want, oh, yeah, we yeah. want to market ourselves. We want it so bad. We want to be the spot, bro, that everybody finds out and shops with us and breaks bread with us and brings the vibes in here yeah. with us, consigns with us, bro. We want it so bad. Like, how bad do you want it? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, if I got to get, if he's got to get cussed out by La Cantera ownership, yeah. but I mean, sorry if you're watching. Um, we just really want to be put out there, bro. Yeah, we, we want it that want it, bad, bro. It's yeah. I can't get on a microphone and, and just be announcing ourselves outside of La Cantera. How weird is yeah. that? You know, the, the most we could do is hand out flyers, slap stickers. You run across our logo. You know what I mean? Those types of things. But, but we notice that works, bro. So that's why we keep doing it. Like, No, it's real and authentic. I mean, yeah. Facts, I think that's what kind of what, what, I mean, other than we known each other for since high school, but kind of just the growth that I've seen over the over the actual kind of span i know when you first started too um i mean obviously followed i noticed and it's just because i'm in that actual space too and it was just dope i mean obviously everybody's buying sneakers selling sneakers wants a fucking shop so that's yeah. just one of like just a dope thing to fucking have and uh just like i said the growth so you having fucking the uh like utsa players come or you, you're going to the utsa games i'm sure y'all fucking make connects oh, bro, there we too. I, the field. I stormed the field bro yeah, yeah. We, we i stormed the field I, I, this dude was I, in some of the pictures of the trophy in the background yeah. like, bro. bro i i have vi- up, i have videos on my uh personal instagram i have yeah. a video of me storming the field running up to these guys and i had a mindset of who to go to so i went to oh yeah you know frank yeah, yeah. harris the main receivers sincere i went to the main ones i'm not not i'm sorry that <laughs> the yeah. other players. I don't want to go to the <laughs> hey, bench shout players. Shout out UTSA football. Yo. I don't yeah. want to go to the bench players, bro. I went to the main ones, you know, the ones that I see you know, yeah. have a future. So I went up to them. I was telling his brother, like, bro, because he was wearing a countdown tail. I was like, take off your shirt, bro. Give it to him. Ended up <laughs> oh, giving sh- it to, like, the punter, bro. I was like, not him, dude. <laughs> not him. <laughs> but, oh, man, it, it, it's, just, it's just dope, like, you know, yeah. being, you know, a shop owner and marketing yourself like that, No, bro. but that, like, I mean, that's what it takes, right? You want to... Yeah, and that's going back to the, the wanting it part. A lot, a lot of people will have that fucking mindset. Like, no. y'all, y'all can just open up a shop and be like, yeah, it's cool. Let's be go back content. to the... Be content. Let's yeah, go bro. back to the one a day, one shoe a day, yeah. and then mm-hmm. it is what it is. But that's the cool thing about y'all. And that's what even makes this podcast even better, knowing that now. Because, I mean, like I said, I have people on here previously that don't know how to talk or don't know yeah. how to have a full-length conversation and then don't even have that mindset. I'm just like, man, what the fuck is this pod for? Bro, for it, real, bro. It's, you it's gotta honestly, want it, man. You got to want it. It's honestly like that one song by Cody Johnson. Um, he says, if you have a dream, chase it. Because yeah. the dream's not going to chase you back. Literally. If you, And he also says, if you got a chance, take it. 
Yeah, I'm not big into country. That, but I know what no, you're talking about. But, I, but, but I'm saying, bro, I know, like, I know, I know. bro, that, when I heard that song, we, because he does the day, daily, like, motivational speeches. Daily Moto? Yeah. Yeah, yeah speech, I've seen that, yeah. yeah. That's him, bro. So I'm like, put that one on for today's uh, motivational speech of the day. And, bro, like, that, every time I hear that song, like, bro, that hits. That's my whole thing, too, bro. It's just, there's a ton of people that lack motivation. Whether you... I mean, I said this before, like, whether you believe it or not, there's a ton of people that lack motivation, whatever, like whether if it's fitness, whether if it's just open up a shop, whether if it's just daily nine to five job, like they lack motivation. Yeah. And uh, I, I I don't remember who told me this or just where I saw it on, maybe, maybe I saw it on Twitter, but someone was talking about how motivation is so saturated now because there's uh, all these videos about giving just motivational quotes yeah. and shit like that. I'm like, bro, you realize how many people are on the internet versus how many people are out there not on, well, on the internet, but not give me motivation that need it, your mind will be fucking blown. So that's mm -hmm. my whole thing. So uh, January 30th, right? January pop 30th. January free, 30th. free, free pop-up. Come by. If you want to vend, hit us up. Um, it's free to vend. I mean, break the ice. You know, who knows how far your entrepreneurship can go from there. No matter what it is, you're selling advertising or what, it's free, yo. First All it is is networking. Uh, you're going to meet new people out here. Like I said, we're, I think we're at 45 vendors right now. And more people trying to come in here. So, I mean, the more the merrier. I mean, we, we shut down the whole parking lot. So, I'm pretty sure we can fit at least 60 people. 60 vendors. Oh, so, Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, I mean. That's still, that's, 45 is a lot. Imagine yeah. six sixties. So, yeah, that's a big and we're, we are going to have some of the UTSA guys pull up. I know Frank Harris, the quarterback's pulling up. Uh, we're going to try and have some of the Spurs guys, but they're going to be playing, playing in away, Phoenix yeah, or I think something. Yeah, so they're, they're not going to be able to show up, but hopefully in the near future they, they pull up because, I mean, we do sell shoes to some of these guys and they've always said they're, they're down to come, so. Hell yeah. Hopefully. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I'll definitely, this is obviously going to go live before January 30th, so it should be up this week. Um, and I'm trying to see, yeah, if there's anything else y'all want to fucking say, I will link y'all's website too. I know y'all recently just put, had a website go uh, we up. Had, we, we put it, it on a pause just because, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, Christmas was a beast, man. By the time we put a shoe on it, it was sold so, in shop. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sense. So we're, we're working to get the website back up and going. Um, I got to holler back at you about that. But yeah, yeah. In general, yo, just I appreciate everybody that's shown us love up until this point. Again, if you haven't broke bread with us yet, pull up. We don't have you don't have to buy nothing. Come say what's up. You know what I mean? See the vibes of the shop. Um, we just want to get it out there. Tell a friend. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate yeah. you having us too. Yeah, man. yeah, sure, yeah man. of course, man. Much really respect. Your grind is unreal, bro. You're motivating yeah. people in and out. That's uh, the crazy thing about this. Going back to the motivation, never in a million years would I thought this shit was uh, was gonna be something. But um, yeah, we'll. We'll fucking end it all that because we got all types of shit going on with this equipment. Oh, this yeah, bro. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yeah, all these yeah. difficulties. Yeah, but uh, it's all good. If you're still listening right now, um, if you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Um, all podcast platforms, I appreciate you. But uh, until next time, people, peace. Peace, peace man.